The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. Fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached him and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand on a parapet of the temple. He said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, Again, it is written, You shall not put your Lord, the Lord your God, to the test. The devil then took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. He said to him, All of these I give to you, if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this, Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, uh, I'd like you to think about the season of Lent as a table just like your dining room table in your home. And the top of the table is the result of Lent. You're getting closer to God, being closer to God, having a better relationship with God. That's the top of the table. Then those four legs on that table are the things that support that goal, the things that hold the table up. So the things that hold up your goal of being closer to God. And there's four in In my analogy, there's four of them. And uh, today the scriptures are talking about one of those legs. I'll let you think about what the other three might be. But today the scripture talks about one of those legs, which is strengthening. Strengthening your resistance against the devil and strengthening your human will to do God's will. Strengthening your surrender to do God's will. So there's a whole idea of getting stronger during Lent and strengthening The spiritual exercises of Lent are just that, exercises. They build your spiritual muscles. So when you resist um, having that ice cream bar, or you resist eating so much at a meal, or you resist 
uh, buying yourself something when you could give that money away to someone else. When you resist that, you are building up, you're making yourself spiritually stronger. So when you can say no to these little things, it becomes easier to say no to the bigger temptations that come our way because we are now stronger. So we can now more easily resist the temptations of the devil. And that's certainly what our uh, readings are showing us today, this how to resist the devil and how to actually defeat the devil in our scripture readings today. And we see it right here in the book of Genesis when the serpent talks Eve into sinning. Um, I, I call these the three D's. The devil uses the three D's to attack us. The first one is doubt. He wants you to doubt what's in God's word. Doubt, is that really true? Did God really say that? There's always, it always begins with a little bit of doubt. And then he, uh, he fired, and then, he, then he's, the second D is, he, then he says a flat out lie. That's not true. If you, if you eat this fruit, you're going to gain knowledge and wisdom and be just like God. And God is jealous of you. He doesn't want you to have that. So the next part of the chain is deceit. The devil is the father of lies. So he'll tell you a lie. And then the third one is he'll, and then Eve, see, the third one is increases your desire for something. He kind of fires up your imagination. And Eve looks at the fruit and says, oh, Oh, it looks so good. Let me find it. <laughs> ah, where is it? Probably on the other page. Yeah. And the woman saw the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eyes and desirable for gaining wisdom. So he fires up your imagination. He fires up your desires. So now you really are craving this thing that is against God. So that's how the devil works. And by the way, Adam's not off the hook. Where's Adam during this temptation? He's right with Eve. She doesn't go looking for him. Adam's right there. Adam's failing his job of protection and failing his job of guarding the garden against the snake even getting in. So Adam and Eve, they're both together. We're just mentioning Eve, but it's really the fault of both of them. And that's how the devil works. Doubt and deception and then fires up our desires. But then Jesus shows us, excuse me, the three R's for the medicine. Notice we have D and R now, Doc, abbreviation for doctor. Right? And devil is the, the doctor of destruction, and Jesus is the doctor of redemption. So the three R's uh, that are in the gospel that Jesus shows us how to resist, and they first one is, you know, renounce. When you get that thought, when you get that temptation, renounce it right away. Don't let it get bigger. Don't let it get stronger. Just renounce it. Lust, I renounce you. Gossip, I, re I renounce you in the name of Jesus. Anger, I renounce you in the name of Jesus when it's unnecessary anger. So we renounce it right away. And the second R is to repent. I repent of lust, Jesus. Forgive me. And I repent. I'm going to change my life. Repent. Renounce. Repent. The third R is receive. Holy Spirit. You ask for the opposite of that vice from the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, give me the gift of purity. Holy Spirit, give me the gift of peace. Holy Spirit, give me the gift of building people up instead of tearing them down. You ask for the opposite right away. So, renounce. 
repent and request from the Holy Spirit. In this way, we can fight the devil. And the more he tempts us, the worse it is for him because he gives us a temptation to do something bad and we do something good with it. He's defeating himself. If every time the devil tempts you, you do something good with that temptation instead of something bad, he's now defeating himself, just like he did here. He said, look, I finally won. I got Jesus on the cross. I've killed him. And that was the end of the demonic kingdom. That was the end of Satan when Jesus gave his life for us on the cross. That same principle works in your own life. Our founder, St. Dominic, it's hard to get a quote from St. Dominic, but he says this, A man who governs his passions is master of the world. We must either command them or be enslaved by them. It is better to be a hammer than an anvil. St. Dominic, that's a good one. Either you're going to master these passions and these sins or they're going to master you. And you're better off being the hammer and not not the anvil that is beat on all day by these things. Okay, so these Lent, these exercises um, we have to get stronger, and then we have some weapons that Jesus has given us to fight temptation. And you see it in the Gospel, the Scriptures, to know the Word of God. That's what Jesus does. He turns to the Scriptures to fight the devil's temptations. And the second one I want to mention today is simply the name of Jesus. It's the shortest, most powerful prayer that we have. Jesus, you're being tempted. Jesus, just say that holy name of Jesus. There's power in that name. And then renounce that thought, renounce that sin, renounce that out-of-control emotion, whatever it is you're dealing with, in the name of Jesus. Jesus.